Well, um, let's introduce this thing, shall we? We shall. Hello, everybody. I'm Christina. Hello. I'm Jim. And together we are... Excess Nexus. <laughs> Yay! That was my heavy metal version of introducing introducing the uh, show. Heavy metal works. Uh, we are exes. We dated each other a long time ago. We lived together. We broke up. Our lives went on. We became friends again. We like talking about pop culture and music and movies. We, we sure do. We think we have a good time together and we want to share that with you. In the meantime, we've married other people. Introducing my beautiful wife, Kelly. Hi, everybody. Hi, Kelly. Good to Hi. see you. Good to see your face. Your face. <laughs> uh, we're also joined by my husband, the captain. Face! Captain, is that you? Hello! Very captain nice. makes us a drink based on a mysterious question we will ask each other later on in the show. Captain, what are we drinking? Christina, you are drinking the Combustible Edison. Wow, what an interesting name. He set it on fire before I could get a picture of it, so we'll see what happens. It was on fire, people. And what's in it, Captain? I want to put ice in it, obviously. <laughs> it's combustible, all right. <laughs> oh. It tastes like you, mis you mixed straight alcohol with red Gatorade powder or something. Like you made a red crystal light or a red Kool-Aid with- It looks like it hurts, Wally. It does kind of. All right, so it's uh, one ounce of Campari and one ounce of fresh lemon juice. You shake the Campari and the lemon juice in a shaker with ice, strain it into a glass, leaving basically uh, an inch of room at the top of that said glass. You heat up two ounces of brandy, either in the microwave. Uh, we don't have a microwave, so we use the stove. Put it on low for- whatever, heat it up, okay. light the brandy on fire, and then you pour it into the glass. Mmm, can't get enough of them. Mmm, <laughs> delicious. Tell us, what's, what are you drinking, Captain? What for, am I drinking from afar? For Jim. Jim, you're drinking a Moscow Mule. Oh, oh. delightful. Nice. Yeah. Have we not ever? We've had variations of the Moscow Mule. We've had two variations. We've had a cranberry Moscow Mule for Christmas, and we've had a spicy, a spicy pomegranate Moscow Mule. Is this the traditional this Moscow Mule? This is the mule? regular traditional Moscow Mule. Out of Moscow Mule. Sorry? It's delicious. But I love a, a, a Moscow Mule. I think those are delicious. So in case you don't know how to make a Moscow Mule, get yourself a copper cup. Two ounces of vodka, one ounce of fresh lime juice, shake them in a tin with ice, uh, pour, pour them into the glass, or if you already have a chilled glass with ice, that's fine, and then ginger beer to fill. Pretty simple. Very nice. Yeah, exactly. I hope you're enjoying that, Jim. Mm. I'm mm. enjoying a vodka soda with lemon. You can put that down in the recipes, too. Vodka. Because it's basically soda. almost the same thing. It's kind of close. Folks, we're still in lockdown. So we're still not in the same vicinity as each other. And Wally's having to drink Jim's cocktails. Yay, me. That's the cross I have to bear, people. Mm -hmm. yeah. So sorry. 
So in the meantime, Jim and Kelly are drinking what they always drink, vodka. You could have fixed this at tequila. Oh, I could have, yeah. But we ran out of grapefruit juice. Oh, we have some. We could have yep. used the tangerine juice. Yeah. There you well, go. we'll try that. Ooh, that sounds delicious. <gasps> that Natalie's, that Natalie's orange juice, it's expensive as fuck, but man, it is worth every penny. It's so fucking good. I like Orchid Island. That's I'm the same. The Orchid Island stuff is so expensive, and I love it. It's my favorite. Because it feels like they, somebody actually physically squeezed it into a, a like a milk carton of orange juice or tangerines or whatever. But yeah, it, it, like someone by hand squeezed every one of those yes. little pieces of citrus yes. fruit. Oh my god, it's worth the price. I do too. I think it's worth the price because we don't drink a lot of it. Like I, if if I have like this morning, I, I basically poured. Two, two ounces into like like a slightly bigger shot glass and I just drank it out of that. I just kind of want to savor it. I don't want to like just guzzle it, you know? It's too good. I One of my um, hoarding issues is with glassware. I love glasses. And, I know. Um, cordial glasses because I would love to have juice glasses. Like I would love little juice glasses. Like we have juice talking, glasses. I know we have like some juice glasses, but like Orange juice glasses. We do. What ones? We have the little old ones we got at the uh, consignment shop. The ones from like the 50s. What do they look like? They're little juice glasses. <laughs> clear? No, Are they they're shaped like, funny? They're like beige, clear. The little tiny yellow ones? Yeah. Those are not juice glasses, are they? Yes. Okay, well, I pictured juice glasses to be taller than that, right? Like a little, like, tall cylinder of, like, it has the oranges on it. You used to get at the Howard Johnson's when you were little and you ordered juice. So you want Howard Johnson glasses? No, I just use that as a They're reference. kind of like Tom Collins glasses, tall and slender. Yeah, but short. But like, right? Yeah, and then they have, like, the little emblem of the, of the orange on it. I know right. exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, yes. Uh, I'll tell you what glasses I want, and I might have to pick your brain, but we're all around the same age, so I'm wondering if you guys remember this. Do you remember they used to have these um, uh, these different, like, the powders that you'd put in water to flavor your drink, but they, they all had characters on them, and then they made cups out of them. There was, like, a cherry guy who would smile and a lemon guy who, like, like they all had these cups that, that had these faces on them. Wow, no, I don't remember that. I love those. That's really funny. No, we have the BC comic glasses from Arby's from the 80s. BC? Yeah, BC comic, right? Was that? It was a comic strip. Wasn't that? What was the comic uh, strip? That was oh, the, oh, BC, like, like, like BC, like the caveman. Yes, the caveman okay. comic strip, right? Remember that? Funny comic? enough, funny enough, we have uh, shot glasses with Dennis the Menace and Underdog on them. Funny. What's where we got those? What's the name of the little kid and the dog scientist that would travel through Dexter? It was before Dexter. I no, Mr. Peabody. Oh, yeah, Mr. Mr. Peabody. Yes, and who? Mr. Peabody and who? Sherman. Sherman. Thank you. Yeah, that was attached to, if I'm not mistaken, the um, Bullwinkle cartoon. Bull, yeah. Bullwinkle yeah. and Rocky it's cartoon. Been off, right? Hanna Barbera. Was it Hanna Bar well, they made a movie not that long ago of Mr. Peabody and Sherman. It's, oh my god! It, it might be like ten years old. Thanks, Mr. Peabody. I was trying to think of that earlier today because we've all been in lockdown. I think a lot of people have taken cutting their hair into their own hands. Oh and my I was god! With, don't do it. I was with. Well, a you're you're going to be doing it in the next two weeks. I was with a guy. Don't for, do it, Kelly. I was with a guy. I'm for, gonna, and I'm going to do it myself. <laughs> 
Go ahead, Christina, finish your story. Sorry. Stop interjecting. Sorry, 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 sorry. I saw one of our friends today from a distance, of course, and he has cut his own hair. Oh my God. Doesn't look that bad, but the front he left, it, like a little like longer than the rest. And I couldn't remember Sherman and Mr. Peabody, but that's what I told him. Like you look like every boy cartoon that's ever been drawn, right? Every boy cartoon has like a bigger- Tuft, yeah, like, tuft of yeah, hair. Exactly, like a front tuft of hair. Even that, what's his that, name on Futurama, right? That was Sherman. They all have that tuft of hair. It's so funny and it like wobbled when he talked. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it's a, a dilemma that everyone can relate to right now. Well, it's um, funny because I remember being like a teenager, not really a teenager, probably a preteen, and cutting my bangs once, thinking that it was really easy to do and fucked them up completely. Yes. And I think any girl out there who's ever done that to themselves is like a young girl, knows not to take scissors to their own hair during this time. I like, don't do it again. It won't turn out good. It'll it be won't. really bad. I trimmed a friend of mine hair. We're still friends today, but she's perfectly straight, like board straight hair. And we were in middle school and she's like, just cut it across the ends. Just give me like a blunt haircut. Just cut it across the bottom. Oh my God. It was not that easy. And I definitely no. fucked up her perfectly straight hair. <laughs> perfectly straight. I hung it in one line. How did I mess it up? <laughs> I keep trying to get well. That's the in. hardest hair to cut. If it's curly, it shrinks up and it's all different sizes anyway. It looks different. That's true. If it's yeah. really tough, because if you fuck up, your your mistakes are right there. And I kept trying to like even it out and it would have to get shorter because I would make So it how short did it end up being by the time not, you were done? Not too bad because she stopped me. She definitely was like, whoa, <laughs> what are you doing? Let's take a look at this right now. Well, that's been the thing too, especially with, I mean, three out of four of us all have curly hair. It's like the the way I have curly hair. You have wavy hair. You That's don't have true. curly I have hair. wavy hair. Um, the way the minute you take off the weight of that curl, like the weight of the curl, is has everything to do with how it looks good. As soon as you lighten that weight, it's like I am a triangle. No, this is what's happened over the last ten years, fifteen years. People have developed techniques to cut curly hair where the curls interlock with each other instead of sitting on top of each other. And that's the idea. So there's a couple of different curly haircut techniques that they do. The way though, you have to like layer it a certain way when they cut it. So they lay like puzzle pieces. Yeah. In like inside of each other interlocking instead of like floating on top like an oil spill. That's Just an interesting floating. I know, but there's nothing you can do when it gets that puffy, right? So, um, yeah, that was a nice conversation we just had about hair that everyone can relate to right now. Yes, that's right. Oh my gosh, I really, I, I don't know what to do and I just wear it in a ponytail all the time now because I, it needs a haircut. Mm -hmm. I, I haven't taken the diffuser to it in forever. That's a lot. I want to dye my hair so bad. Like I need to have my hair colored so badly, but there's nothing I can do about it. So like, this is part of our entertainment right now is the fact that we can't get our hair done for us. What you need to do is you need to spray some lemon juice water in it while yeah. you're laying out on the balcony in the afternoons, sitting out there in the sun, and it will give you some nice natural highlights, Kelly. 
Oh, that's a good idea. I have a lemon I could use on my hair. Yes. Even yes. if you yes. stick that lemon in your hand and run your fingers through your hair and just concentrate sort of on the front pieces, you're going to be fine. Yeah. Well, thanks for that. That's a good tip. That's a Florida girl tip. That's something you learn growing up down here. <laughs> um, so yeah, hey guys, do you want to go into our next segment? Are we in it already? No, I feel like this was just a normal conversation. Okay. What's it called? Irritainment. Irritainment. That's it? Okay. Um, well, yeah, hey, do you watch anything fun lately? Do anything exciting? Well, I think we have two shows that we're probably going to discuss. Did you finish Too Hot to Handle? Dude, we tried, and I hate those people so much that I couldn't, I couldn't do it. I had to turn them off. Really? That was, it, like, if I had to rank those kind of shows, that is number one with a bullet for me. It is funny, because I love the producers, because they're, they are really funny with the, sh the little digs that they have and what they say, the commentary. It's really, that's, I think there needs to be more of that. We, uh, what are we on, five? Yeah. We're on, we just finished five. So yeah, we're we like have, halfway through. Yeah, we have like three more to go, two more, yeah, so. I know, I'm sorry. I really wanted to talk about it. I wanted to finish it so we could talk about it. I really did. I wasn't feeling it either. I was just irritated with all of them. It was like the last time we watched it, it was, it was really fun and kind of cool. And uh, it, it, I don't know. I was, I was really enjoying the entertainment aspect of it. But t today when we sat down and started watching it, we both looked at each other like every time before we even looked at each other and said it out loud, we, we constantly were like, oh, I hate that fucking person. Oh, I hate that person. Oh, he's <laughs> annoying. And then we're like, we look at each other we're like, I hate all these people. Do you like any of them by the end? Yeah. I like the accountant the best. Like, he makes me laugh. Kells. Kells. I like Kells. He's the best one. Kells and David. I like Kells and David. Yeah. Those Which are... one's David? He's, He's the British. No. 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 I hate him. No. The guy with the high-pitched David Beckham voice who let Sharon take Rhonda. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. He was a good guy. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, if you like, put their names together, nice it's... Sharonda. I, I just like the show. I've never had a reality show make me laugh out loud like that show does. It's definitely the voiceover. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for oh, yeah. I, I mean for sure. But the 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 dippy English girl just cracks me up. I just I, I really as 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 vacuous as she is, I just I, I just sort of enjoyed her. Yeah, every once in a while she's kind of amusing. She's a lot more amusing than the Florida girl. The Florida girl is dumb as rocks. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, you're 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 right, and uh, watch the next episode. Okay. Cool. 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 Anyway, we oh. had a fun time watching it. it was uh, in, in this time in where everybody's depressed and whatever, it was it was nice to get a good yeah, laugh it was out a, of a bunch it, of dumb people acting stupid. Yeah. It was just it it was fat fast food for for our eyes. That's that's all it was. It was a good McDonald's hamburger. It was, um... Oh, where'd you go? We're right here. Just, you can hear us, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, it was fun to watch people touch each other. <laughs> Instead of blowing up buildings? Yeah, because we don't touch each other anymore. Nobody's allowed to touch anybody anymore. 
So I feel like that's pretty fun. Watching people get touched. <laughs> um, yeah. So were you happy with the ending? Uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's pretty satisfying. You know what? I never even, I never even tied that together about like, you can't touch, like the whole premise of the show is you can't touch each other. And we're living in this time where we can't touch each other. Yeah, but they sure did sit on each other's laps and... Trust me, sit, you only got three more episodes. Stick it out. It's, uh, it, 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 it gets better or There's worse. There's a little bit of redemption in there, too, for yes. some of them. Yes. Oh, well, that's good. So there, there is a little redemption in there as far as, like, where they actually learned something and did something for the betterment of the group. Yeah, that's good. Um, I want you guys to slowly turn around. Sorry, listener, but... I wish you could see this. Turn around and look at what's behind you in this shot. <laughs> um, Peeves the cat decided to plop himself down right in the middle between them on the video and proceed to lick his nether regions. I mean, like hind foot in the air, toes splayed, stink face and everything. He knows how to do yoga really well. This little that. fucker, I was in the bedroom watching General Hospital and I have a glass of water sitting next to me, and this fucker comes up and starts drinking out of my glass of water. Just helps Love himself it. right to it. So he's appropriately named, that's for sure. That's Peeve. So Kelly, tell the listeners um, how much General Hospital you watched today. I watched uh, about three hours worth. Okay. I mean, I was getting caught. I was getting caught up. I mean, I fast forward through the commercials, of course. Right. But I watched three or four episodes. Did you, okay, I was just going to say, I like, three hours episodes. worth is different because you could probably get in four or five episodes in that amount of time. Yeah. Do you feel like but, you're living in that world now? Do you feel like that world's taken over your life? What do you mean, General Hospital? Yeah, like, don't you feel or, like after that much time spent in that world, you walk out of your bedroom and you still feel like your, your friends are waiting for you in the hospital or whatever yes. town that is? And, yeah. like, you're a poor part of the- Charles, act. Christina. Poor Charles. Charles, yes. This, this poor man knows more about General Hospital than he ever thought he would in his entire life. All I could think of was Salem, but that's from uh, Days, Days of Our Lives. <laughs> and that's what I grew up <laughs> on was Days, so. <laughs> I used to watch that show back in the day, but those, that Days of Our Lives used to have some crazy weird-ass stories. Like, they were never scared about going, like, completely off the grid with their stories. That's what I loved about it. My, I think, I didn't watch it religiously, but I remember when there was an episode where a lady was like being possessed by the devil and they were doing exorcisms on her and stuff. Oh yeah. Like, that's awesome. Like that's what I wanted. And I've always kind of wanted to do a, a, a daytime soap that's just bananas. Like alien babies, everything. Like I wanted to there, just- There was a soap that was like a regular soap opera. You probably remember what it was, but then they like started injecting like witches and magic and like it just went way over the top well there used to be a spinoff of general hospital back in the 90s um, yeah it was definitely in the 90s where they actually did a storyline of where it was like a vampire he was one of the characters actually michael eaton who plays um on general hospital right now when he first started he was on the spinoff and he played a vampire and kelly monica was like his woman his oh. his uh, I don't his know. Betrothed. His betrothed. And that was before she was on General Hospital. So, yeah, I mean, soaps get to get away with wacky fucking stories. So, that leads very nicely into our, our next show. Wacky stories, right? Community has the weirdest shit on there. I fucking love it, man. So, we've started watching Community, I think, collectively over the past 
few weeks. Um, I know Jim and I just well, they put it on Netflix, and so we right. just we we both just jumped on it. Oh, we jumped on Hulu, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Jim and I just talked about this. I mean, I think it's in our top three of sitcoms. Absolutely, with a bullet. And I can't believe I'm saying that after just watching one season. But like, I could literally sit down and watch the whole first season again. Yeah, it's so fucking great. What did you think about the uh, season finale of the first season? Uh, it was it was great, but not as great as the. Well, here's the thing. This is what I'll say about it. It's it's cinematic. It's the most cinematic sitcom I think that I've ever seen. Um, and it's funny because it's the first season is literally 25 episodes. Like that's a lot of material to <clears throat> take a ride with all of these weirdos uh, that are on this show. The dialogue is incredibly witty. It's it's essentially like. It's so set up as a de- as a very well produced rom com that um, I just don't know how you can go into the second season. And I got four more seasons to go to go through a- after that. Right. I, I just the craft the craftsmanship of the show is exceptional. Yeah. It and, just gets, and, it just, it, and it just gets better. Like I felt the same way after season one. I'm like. How are they gonna? What's gonna happen? Like, how, I don't. And then we're in we're in season three now, and man, I gotta tell you, it's and that's what I love about it. It's awesome, and it's there's so many different genres they pull from. They're, they, oh, they I do mean everything, everything, and it's done obviously very purposefully. But they do it's sci-fi. It's uh, you know, it's like drama and rom-com and noir and all Western. this. It's just this weird. It's so great. It's so fun. I mean, that paintball episode, just from a cinematic standpoint, from the way it was shot, the way it was produced, it, it, it's fantastic television. And it's funny. And it's, and it's meta. You know what I mean? It's just you, you just, you just can't believe how much they cram into a 22-minute episode. Was the first it's, season the Christmas episode with... No. Oh, okay. Never mind. <laughs> Um, it, it's that, and you're in, you're in for a treat because it even goes, it even digs deeper with the genres that they cover. And the, it, it's amazing. It's just an amazing, fun show. And I'm so glad that we started watching it. And everyone said that when it came out 15 years ago, everybody was like, so gung ho about it. They all loved it. Everybody thought it was really great. And I remember thinking, eh, I don't get it. Yeah. For some reason, I don't know why we didn't. I, I don't either. I don't either. I, it's, I guess it's just one of those shows I have to binge. I mean, the Goodfellas episode with the chicken fingers, <laughs> ridiculous. Oh, yeah. How, how do you write Goodfellas and make it about chicken fingers? <laughs> I mean, you have to be, like, stupidly brilliant about, about that. I think it was probably, a, yeah, I think that they just find ways to use different elements from different types of movies. Uh, to work in uh, an idea that they already have, probably. Because and it just works, especially when you have the characters you have, especially with Abed, who is the basically the center, I feel like. He, I know the star is Jeff, but I feel like Abed is the, the center. No, he's kind of the nexus of it. Like, right. it, it, like everyone sort of revolves around his orbit in, in, right. in the sense of, like, because he's just narrating a television show. And they're like, we're not on a television show, dude. Oh, the first episode of season two had, had Jeff being like, he goes, he goes, if we were a television series, he goes, that's so season one. And he's like, we have to move on from this. Yeah. There's so much shit like that, tongue in cheek. It goes, 
it keeps going. It's so funny. And you're going to freak out. So you get, it just gets better. They have more of that shit. Oh, in, we're in, in a bottle episode. I, I loved listening to, I know, and I know you yelled at me because it was a little bit spoilery, but like that doesn't <laughs> bother me. Um, but um, listening to Ken Jong and Joel McHale's podcast was great because they were just talking about like, they feel like the show went off the rails in season four. And then, oh my God, don't know, tell they, me. We haven't gotten that far yet. I don't want to know that because then I start looking for the places where it goes off the rails. So once I know that that's sort of like what they think about it, I can't stop. The only thing that I went in and, and looked up was not about the show, but it was about the drama surrounding the show with Chevy Chase and all that shit. Chevy that's, Chase? Yeah, that's, that's the only, uh, wow. That's the only thing that I, uh, <laughs> that I really kind of looked at was like the whole drama surrounding Chevy Chase and, and how him and the writer producer and getting got in a fight and one of them got kicked off and got and left and all the shit that happened. So I still don't know. I still don't know what happened yet because I only read enough to where I was like, holy shit, that's crazy. So I don't know what happens in season four. I had a buddy of mine that said to me, and this I actually do want to look, look. But I look don't want to know. So don't tell me if you know. Don't no, I. Don't I, spoiler anything. It's, it's not anything about the plots or anything like that. But my. It's an observation from a friend of mine. He goes, you can see where the actors get sick of him. Like, that's going to bleed into the show at, at, at oh, some absolutely. point. Oh, absolutely. I think it already it, has for us. It's just, it's, it's such a, it's, it's funny that that could have been Chevy Chase's redemption story because he has such a horrible fucking reputation. And th th there you go again. You lit that bridge right on fire again. I always loved Chubby, he Chubby Chase. Horrible, I know, but it makes me horrible. sad because I loved watching him growing up in the movies that he was in. Like everyone did, but that's not movies. that's not an excuse but, to be a completely horrible fucking person. And no, I totally agree with you. It just makes me sad that he's a total asshole. Like, why do you got to be an asshole? Yeah, I you, remember should, you should read those. You should read those stories about how, what happens. Yeah, I know. I um, I remember that. Uh, there was an article in Entertainment Weekly, and you probably read it too, that was talking about how Chevy Chase had done two two roasts, like Hollywood roasts, and they said the second one was just and like and they're like, we know about his reputation, but like it was just vicious, like people just cannibalized him. Wow, because he's just that much of a prick. I have to look that up. There's, it's got to be on YouTube somewhere. Wow. Well. What you get for being a dick? Yeah, because I love Fletch. I love Powell Play. I love seems like old times. Yeah, we've watched those like a couple of yeah. times over the last, even after this past year. When yeah. it comes on, we watch it. It's like, oh my god, I love this movie. I love him in this movie, and then it's like, oh, you're an asshole. Oh, I gotta watch this. Yeah, and he had good movies up until the the mm -hmm. '90s because I love Memoirs of an Invisible Man. I thought that I did too. So. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's on all the time. We watch that all the time. I loved Oh Heavenly Dog. <laughs> No. <laughs> I saw that I way a long time ago. I pulled a deep cut out of that. Right it was, there. yeah. Yeah. Just for the paycheck, Chevy. Just for the That's paycheck. With, yo, without question. He's in the movie for five minutes. Uh, Even in Spies Like Us. And Spies Like Us is not a good movie. I know we all loved it as kids, but it's fucking terrible. I never Everyone loves Three Amigos, and I think that movie's garbage. Yeah, that oh movie God. sucks, too. No, that movie's hilarious. There's, it has its moments. <laughs> it's definitely better than Spies Like Us. Uh, but it, Three Amigos is so silly. It's the silliest, yeah. silly fucking movie. That's why I think I love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Steve Martin and Martin Short, I mean, they're amazing. They're so brilliant. And it's a cute premise. 
and it works and the supporting cast is wonderful. Garbaggio. <laughs> so good. Well, um, so yeah. I had an observation that I had made and I want to share it with you. Please do. Do you know who Nick Willenda is? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. The high wire guy. Yes. For all is, those people listening who don't know who he is, he's a high wire walker. From the famous Flying Willendas. Seventh yes, that generation. Is, that is correct. Okay, so it so now people have been saying and heard that that he's the Nick Willenda is the best high, high wire walker in the world. Is he's that the only because the only, is that only because wire. he's still alive? <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> I mean, well, how many high wire walkers are there? Is there like a ton of them yeah his the only point is, is that like a profession it is for An the melendez it's all their own family though there's like a bunch of cousins and his sister who like fell and hurt herself and now she's afraid to do it like that's pretty interesting her whole story um but they have yeah like a whole family that still does it they're probably like forcing their kids they're like you're 10 get on the wire I just want to be a scientist, Dad. <laughs> I want to cure cancer. Get out of the wire, you fucking prick. <laughs> You're not going to disrespect this house. <laughs> I, I, I heard a radio station, and they're like, oh, yeah, we interviewed Nick Melinda. He's the, he's the greatest uh, high-wire walker in the world. And I was like, only because he's alive. <laughs> <laughs> like, you lose your ranking if you fall to your death. <laughs> Pretty much the only way to not be the that's best. Like, that's like um, Joey Chestnut. Like, if the guy barfs at an eating competition, that's you're done. Yeah. Well, um, he married a high wire lady, so there's got to be another family of high wire people. Willenda or Joey Chestnut? Oh, Willenda. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Joey Chestnut married a high wire walker. Like, that's magic that we just made right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, Willenda. So that's pretty interesting. Weird. Unless they're like, it's like his cousin or something. Well, that seems like you'd have, I mean, obviously that's a pretty good start to having something in common with somebody is you, you high wire walk. Yeah, me too. Let's bang. <laughs> they went to higher wire walk. Hobby. They, they met at high wire walking college. Yeah. <laughs> um, what else you got, Christina? Um, I think that's it. We should probably just move along to questions. Sure. Um, oh, real quick before we go to the questions. Have you seen Dr. Sleep yet? No. We watched it. Yeah. It's very good. Mm-hmm. I love the book. We've talked about this a couple I, times. Yes, I know that. I'm, I think I'm reluctant to see the movie because I love the kid. Once I see the movie, the characters become the actors that they've chosen, good or bad. That's the way I will forever see the character mm-hmm. I'd already created a character for, right? Right. All the Anne Rice books, right? As soon as I saw the movie, it's Brad Pitt and Tom Cruise forever. I can life. totally relate to what you're saying. Like once you read a book and you love the book and then you go see it on, you see it in a movie form, you're like, oh shit, it's not what it was in my head. I, I, I don't, yeah. I, I don't, I, it. I can't, I, I, I would not go back to reading the Dark Tower series and see Idris Elba. I liked Idris Elba. Oh, but. this is, let's put a pin in this to come back to this next week because I tried watching Dark Tower recently and okay. um, I wanted, I want to discuss this a little bit in further detail with you. When okay. We, another like five more minutes to talk about it okay um so all right yeah 
I mean, might as well go ahead with questions. Sure. Cool. All right. All right. So, um, Jim, what are you drinking? I am drinking the uh, a Moscow Mule. Oh, okay. Through Wally. <laughs> Jim, what's the strangest thing that you've ever ordered online? I know. Man. Because you've ordered some weird shit. Yeah, I know. I have. I, I have. <laughs> I, I feel like I need to run into my closet right now. Pawnee contains underwear. Awesome. <laughs> um, I ordered a hook hand. I ordered a hook hand online. You did? Like a pirate? Like a like like to be like Captain Hook? Yeah, it was for a play. It was a prop. Oh, I also ordered for that same play some shackles. No, you ordered a lot of crazy shit for that play. I did. She Which ordered play the, was this? She ordered Mickey Mouse hands. Oh yeah, Mickey Mouse hands. Those are fun. Um, and Mickey Mouse hands are basically like the big white mittens that gloves. like glove mitten gloves that uh like um mascots wear and shit but you like ordered these things because you guys were doing a play so it was like they're no, necessity a it wasn't like a it's i, a kink. Wanted, it's I a went online and i found this weird yeah. fucking whatever and then ordered it it's a sexual mm -hmm. kink kelly it's a sexual <laughs> kink. um so now we're being honest now we're being honest. Uh, I guess it was accidental, but I ordered a 1979 Spider-Man Mego figure, and it turned out to be French-Canadian. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. I like, love it. Like, talk them off the wall, because I'll, I'll read you, like, the French versions of, like, all the figures that they have on the back of it. Um, hold on. I'll, I'll go grab them. Give me two seconds. What about you, Kelly? What's, He's what's like a 14-year-old boy. What's the strangest thing you've ordered? Honestly, I, I, I can't think of one strangest thing that I've ordered. I mean, I usually when I order stuff online, it's either for Christmas presents for Jim. Right. So it's like I'm buying him records or I'm buying him a piece of clothing. I bought Dayglo body paint. See, I haven't bought anything weird online. I can't think of anything. Now I got Now I feel like I have to go on my on my phone and start looking for weird things to start buying because it'll entertain me now. <laughs> because I've never done it. <laughs> All right, so here he is. And it's, it's la, ex, I mean, I can't speak French, so, but it, 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 it's la extraordinaire, le home arachne, Spider-Man. So all the rest of it is, this part's in English, but if you turn it around, like obviously they can't do anything about Hulk or Iron Man or Lizard, but like, La Torche Humane. <laughs> I'm sure I'm saying that wrong. And La Chose is the thing. Mem la Chose. Mem la Chose. So I didn't really have any idea. I just wanted to get this figure because he's OG to me. So That's awesome. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, you so accidentally you ended up with something weird. He was I, Most of the time he goes for like $500 and I found him for like 100 and change. So oh, uh, shit. 500 yeah. bucks. That's yeah. he's French Canadian and who wants a French Canadian? <laughs> Listen, I mean look look at the condition this fuck, fucking guy is in. I mean it's fucking awesome. It's it's still the figure I had when I was a kid. So uh, and they made him for every wave that came out since 1973. So and we have no children to uh, bestow them upon. I have no idea who's going to take them when we're both dead. So you're going to sell them to pay for your pills. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm hoping that they will increase in value over the next 20 years so they can pay for my medications. Fingers crossed. <laughs> like Beanie Babies, right? <laughs> that was a hot investment at the time, but what is it now? Oh my God. What about you, Wally? What have you ordered online this weird? I don't know. I don't think I've ordered anything weird. I Back when we first started ordering shit online, uh, I ordered a replacement headlight from one of my cars because um, my roommate dropped his motorcycle into my car. And it what? Dropped his motorcycle into yeah. your car? It, it leaned over and he didn't catch it and it leaned right and it just fell down and smashed my headlight, oh, Jesus. My, the back of my light. And I was like, I had to get another light. I didn't want to take it to a shop. So I ordered a, a tail light online came in the mail and I replaced it. Everybody does that now though. I know, everyone does that now. It's, yeah, normal, it's, normal it's, not, it's not weird or unnatural. I, I had to order batteries for my key fob. I was like, there, I have that's to- That's a weird thing to order. I had to order it. That's, no, that that's my key. Get it. That's how you get it. You have to order it. That's how you it. get it now. Like so that's not weird. Did you, Christina, did you say what you, what the weirdest thing is that you ordered online? Yeah, um, she talked about the- Hook hand, but for Oh serious, yeah, 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 yeah. For serious though, I think it's really actually without there being a play involved. It's got to be a toss up between the muffalata sandwich that I got for my birthday. That ranks. Or the fanny pack that I bought a few years ago that ha has um, vintage lambskin on it. So it looks like I have a little merkin. That's the weirdest thing you've ever ordered online. I Not love the it. sandwich. The, the fucking fanny pack. You know, the you, fanny pack. you've seen that fanny pack. I've worn it for years. I love it. And it's like, are a, you trying to bring back fanny packs? They were already brought back. They're, already, they're, they're trying to come back. No, they did. Among the fashion kids, they did. They're you over. look like Hulk Hogan. They're over now. They're over now. Don't worry about it. It's about structure. Nobody goes anywhere now, so nobody needs a fanny pack anymore. It's about structured bags right now. The grandma look is in. Square-toed shoes, tweed, like... The grandma slippers that you're wearing now. I don't even know what's in fashion anymore because I don't uh, go anywhere. Face masks are in fashion. That's right it. Now. Face masks. Uh, I, I ordered a cake for Christina's birthday. I ordered a cake online. It's pretty interesting. Yeah. I don't know if it's the weirdest thing. But it came from New York City. Yeah. Oh. Well, see, I think that's the cool thing about being able to order things online is that you have access to things from and pretty much anywhere you want, right? Right. So if you want a cake from New York City, you can get a cake from New York City. If you want to order a muffalata sandwich from New Jersey, you can get one. If you want crab legs from that, wherever, wherever they're coming from. Well, we did get crab legs for Holly's birthday for, for, for Maryland. So. Yeah. yeah. So I think that's cool. You know, I mean, like, I think that's the great thing about technology and being able to have uh, access to all the things you wouldn't be able to have before. Whereas like I used to say to my mom, hey, can you send me some Zweigler hot dogs? Because she would have to actually go to Wegmans, get them, and then send them to me and I'm like a... I wish someone could send me some regular White Castle hamburgers. What's regular? From... Like, like not the you ones that you get frozen in the fucking oh. uh, at Publix, like hot and ready White Castle hamburgers. Weird. From a White Castle. Yeah. Yes, from a white from castle. From the manufacturing facility yes. of white That'd be castle. great. I think we should go on a, when we finally do go on a road trip, all of us, and we hit the northeast, we should need to hit up some fucking white castle. Hell yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. It could be like Harold and Kumar. We just order the entire store and sit down. Well, we, well, we like it as much as we liked the In-N-Out burger experience. About that no. much. More. <laughs> like more. 
Yeah, I'm an outburger fans. We are not a fan. Man, no, it, is, it. it is so funny that like our entire group were like, what is everyone going on about this for? It's so overrated. Yeah. And we're like the only, like the 14 of us that all stopped at In N Out when we got to California. We were like, couldn't, it was the first stop. And it was all my, it was like, we got to stop at In N Out Burger. Like, I need to know what the fucking buzz is about. Yeah. And then it was just sort of like, okay. It was yeah. okay. It was okay. And the fries were weird. And we and every everyone I tell, they freak out and they can't believe me. Yeah. And they're yeah. like, you sure you ordered the right thing? I'm like, dude, I ordered what every In-N-Out Burger freak told, tells me to order. I ordered it the right way, like animal style, blah, blah, blah. And it's, it's it was, mediocre. Yeah. It was like watching a movie on Netflix. I watched a movie. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I had a burger. I was hungry. Yeah. I'm not hungry now. I've had... <laughs> In and Out Burger in more than one place. Like it's not like I've just been to one In and Out Burger. Like mm. I've had them in several different places. They all suck. Yeah, every time I've been to California, I give it another try because I think to myself, maybe the first time was a fluke. Maybe it was an off day. Uh, okay, so when we all went to California, was that was your first time? That was yeah. my second or third time. That was okay. like my, my first time. That was my first time too. That was my third or fourth time. Man, I don't get it. People are fucking ape shit about that. I'll take Shake Shack any day. I'll take Chuck Burger. Whoa, I'll take Chuck Burger a hundred percent over yeah, that. I love Chuck Burger. You know, I love Fat Burger. When I went to Vegas, I had a Fat Burger. Fat Burger's good. Okay. Like, I will take a Shake Shack over that. Sure, absolutely. And I hear that Whataburger out of Texas is amazing. I think what is it called? Whataburger. Ooh, okay. I haven't heard of that before. I think the In and Out and and the Shake Shack thing is an East Coast West Coast thing. Yeah, oh, so. oh, it's it's, uh, it's Tupac versus Biggie. Yeah. yeah, I like Shake Shack. I like, I Shake, like Shake Shack a lot. I like Shake Shack a lot. And we're getting one. Soon, and what? So. And where we've we been raised, kids, on the East Coast. Shake Shack's an East Coast chain. Mm -hmm. So exactly, East Side. I'm throwing my East Side. <laughs> Obviously, we're not in gangs. Cool, 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 cool. All right, cool. All right Nitz, you ready cool, for your cool, question? Cool. Yeah. What am I drinking? Christina, you are drinking the combustible Edison. Combustible. Go ahead. All right. So what is the dumbest thing you've done that actually worked out well? <laughs> Every day that I'm alive. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yes. How am I still alive? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I can't even just pinpoint one thing. I can't I'm, even, I'm, I'm completely content with that answer. Because I really believe that it is like, every day I'm still accidentally here. <laughs> I feel like it's like a series of, of unfortunate events. Right. <laughs> like, like every day is like, I don't know how I got through that day, but I did. Mm -hmm. Something fucked up happened, but that's all right. I got through it. Somebody somewhere is looking out for me because I made it through. <laughs> I remember when I was a kid, I like um, I I kept I had a curfew, and I kept uh, staying out, and I would I would crash at somebody's house, mostly my friend Mike's house, and I crashed at his house, and it used to piss my parents off so, my, so bad, and I kept doing it, kept doing it, kept doing it, and they're like, "We're gonna lock you out," so then they locked me out, but then so but they used to go on walks in the morning, so so that's the dumb part. So 
at some point my mom was at her breaking point and I, and I knew that she was, and she had one of those old ass like recorder answering machines. So she went out on her walk and I came home and I knew I was going to get yelled at. So I, I called our own, our own phone line. I told you the story, right? I called her own phone line and left a message that it recorded that said, Hey mom, uh, it's like nine, it's like nine 30. I'm going to crash at Mike's house. I'll, I'll see you in the morning. Bye. So she came back. She's screaming at me. I was like, I left a message for you. She's like, no, you didn't. I was like, yes, I did. No, you didn't. Hit record, hit, hit play on the answer machine. Hi mom. It's nine 30. I'm going to crash at Mike's house tonight. I'll see you tomorrow. Bye. And she goes, Oh, I don't know. I didn't hear it. Funny. And uh, I literally made the face like I was on camera, like Ferris Bueller. <laughs> when I was walking away. I, um, I did that in school. Like I'm, I lied to a teacher one time and told, I told him I turned something in that I obviously didn't turn in, but he was an insecure mess and I was a bully even to my teachers, obviously, that he came back and gave me a C or a C plus or something for it. And yeah, I literally nice never, I didn't turn in one single piece of paper. I didn't turn in notes, I didn't turn in nothing. So I just bullied him into thinking. How did you bully the teacher? Uh, me and my group of girlfriends were intimidating and he was insecure, he was an insecure man. And I think, I know for sure me and my friend, I'm not gonna say her name, but this other girl, we definitely both lied about turning something in. And she got a higher grade than I did, but she was a better student. So I think he was probably just averaging our oh. shit for us. But neither one of us turned shit in. So, because we just told him we did. Yes, we did. You need to check again. Check again. I know I did. How did you lose my stuff? Wow. Yeah, no wow, shit. Wow, that's so mean. <laughs> so mean. I've not often used my powers for good until I got older. Thank you. I'm still wondering uh, if you are. Using my powers for good? Yeah. What? I'm getting looks all around? <laughs> I'm nice to people. <laughs> oh my God, Wally just choked. Um, yeah, what about you guys, Kelly? I'm trying to think of something, but... Can't I can't think of anything right now that like I've done. I came home. I came home I, high one time as like a twenty-year-old maybe um, on weed. Oh, I, I do have something. I do have something. There you now, go. now you're reminding me. I mean, See? Jesus! I hope my mother's never gonna listen to this. Um, so when when I was younger, um, I went out with a friend of mine. She was not necessarily the best um, friend. She, oh, shit. Uh, she uh she wasn't like my mom probably was like probably not the best person for you to hang out with but my mom didn't know that so i went out with her and a bunch of friends one evening and we all freaking took a hit of acid whoa and that was like the worst experience of my life like literally it was like we were contained like at somebody's house at a bonfire and everything was fine and then somebody got the idea that we were going to go to um Nick Tahoe's downtown in like Rochester. Yes. 
uh, to eat. And like, I totally freaked. I totally freaked. And like, and then I went home to crash and I couldn't crash. I couldn't go to sleep. And I had to go to work that day and I had to call out sick. It was horrible. Um, but somehow I got through it. My mother never, never, never. I don't think my mother ever realized that I was actually like completely fucked out of my mind. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, I was, I was of age. So I was over 18. I was probably like 19 or 20. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, that was just a really stupid thing to do, but Hey, you know, you live and learn. I mean, when you're young, you, uh, you do things that, um, you know, you're supposed to try shit out in life. Yeah, exactly. And I figured out that acid was not for me. <laughs> it's not for a lot of people. <laughs> and I would never, and I've never done it again. And it was a really stupid thing to do. And, uh, I do regret it because it, I, I did not have a good experience and, um, but actually, if, if anything, it taught me not to do drugs. So, yeah. There you go. So I did turn right out. I did turn out okay. You did. <laughs> Good job, Molly. Yeah. Hi, hi, 10. Hi, 10. Across the screens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure there's a ton of shit. I'm sure that there, I, I'm, there's probably so many things. Like, like you, most everything, the dumb. But because you brought up school, there was this one project we had in drama class where and back in high school where we had to come up with a uh, a pantomime to music we picked the music we picked the pantomime whatever and i couldn't figure out i was listening to like soundtracks and movie scores and i had like these little tape cassettes and i'm putting them in and i'm trying to figure out something out and then i, I the only thing i had was something that was completely dumb and um it wasn't working and then I'm sitting there and I'm just listening to music and I'm like, fuck, I'm going to fail this stupid project. And 2001 A Space Odyssey comes on and uh, I was like, oh my God, I think I got something, but it was the dumbest fucking thing in the world. So I did my pantomime to 2001 A Space Odyssey uh, while taking a massive shit. You turned that in as a project? That was a project. Not only did I get an A. You pantomime taking a shit? Yes. To, <laughs> to the massive drums of With, you know, the drums were my, my heartbeat and my sweat as I'm sitting on the can. And I'm reading, <laughs> I'm reading a paper and it starts. I walk out, I pull my pants down, another pair of pants, and... Uh, open the paper and the music's starting and it starts slow and swells and as it swells I like grip the paper really tight and I put it down and I'm all like freaked out and I start patting my head with the perspiration oh my god yeah <laughs> oh my god I want you to yeah. reenact it you got to do it again so not only did I get an, not only did I get an A on that I went back to school a handful of years ago my drama teacher still talks about it. Of course. To, who, to this day. Who does that? Yeah, he, wanted uh, me to, uh, he wanted me to explain to the class what I did. And I explained to the class and they're all just deadpanned. And I'm like, it's like, it's a, you had to be there kind of moment, you know? Like, I can't explain it to you. Well, let's not forget that you might actually top this list too with the, your audition of doing Kids in America in a Russian accent to be in a Shakespearean play. I totally forgot about that. See, and, yeah, and everyone thought it was such an insult to the theater, and yet you still got cast. I did. It was awesome. 
And it gave me a new character. It gave me a new character that I've done a few times. I forgot that they were all pissed off about it. Oh, man. They looked at me like I was an asshole. And you were laughing. She was at the judges' table, Christina was, and she was just cracking up. And she enjoyed it, but no one else enjoyed it because they thought I was being... You were making fun of it. I was being irreverent to everything Shakespeare. But the funny thing about Shakespeare, Shakespeare is fucking funny. He's the Quentin Tarantino of his time. Like... He wasn't this highbrow, snooty fucking guy. Like, he made mo- uh, shows for, like, the groundlings, literally. Right. I think it would be hilarious if you guys did Shakespeare in the Park and did it Wally's way. Like, a whole, a whole Shakespearean story with Wally being, like, the director saying, this is how you're going to perform it, like, kids in America. I would love for you, I would love for you, to be the director yeah. of one of one of I think our, awesome. our, our, our shows. Yeah, good luck. I would love to see what madcap bullshit yeah. you come up with. I think it'd be awesome. That'd be interesting. We should start our own company. I Are think that's we... a great idea. Hey, Shakespeare's public domain. We don't need any rights to use it. It's that's true. true. Well, cheers, everybody. I think that we just had a very successful cheers. remote podcast once again. Remotely. Indeed. I miss you guys. I still want to jump around on you, Jim, and wrestle you to the ground right now. We miss you, and actually, I think I'm actually starting to miss the fact that you love to jump on Jim and beat the shit out of him. I I miss seeing you do it. Thank you. (laughs) I feel like there's just some kind of, like, I don't know, that I just want to get out. Oh, man. Do you realize, like, when this thing is over, the amount of vacations that are going to be taken by Americans is going to be absurd absurd because i know that i'm planning it already in my head i'm like you're talking about california talking about you jumping on jim we got to go back to california so you guys can jump on each other and we can drive like maniacs through the fucking mountain <laughs> this, now we sound like swingers <laughs> not like that you dirty-minded assholes <laughs> like puppies litter mates jim is literally my litter mate and i like to jump on him and chew on his ear like a dog <laughs> <laughs> Lucky me. And he hates it. Hates it. It's the most fun. <laughs> <sighs> All right, guys. Well, um, cheers. It's very nice to talk to you. I miss your faces in person in real life. Take care of yourselves. Try not to suck any dick while avoiding people in the parking lot of Publix. <laughs> 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 the P has turned into Publix now. <laughs> so, and, the, and, the best, and the best idea for quarantining is take a step back and fuck your own face. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs>
a little cough. I got a little cough, y'all. Like I got the coronas. I've had. I, I keep saying I have the vid because I cough. Like I think my uh, allergies bother me in the morning, and I start coughing, and I'm like, oh, I got the vid. I got the vid. The vid. <laughs> I like that. I like that a lot. I got the vid. I got. The I like vid. it better. I like vid better than Rona. Yeah. That's yeah. I got the vid. <laughs> 